from grain to glass. This show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. And this is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. Darn tootin'. You're darn tootin'. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Rick, it's another week. One more step closer to you leaving me. Thank God. I mean, it's it's a real sad day. Thank God in my eyes, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Yeah, for those of you guys who are watching live, we have some more camera angles for you. We got a beer cam. Beer cam. Yep, beer cam. Oh, nice. If you can see it. If you can, if you can see right it, there. another reason to become a patron. Bottom left on the live stream there. Yep. Um, yeah, so live uh, patrons get access to these in archive and while they're going on, so you can participate in the chat and all that fun stuff. Heck yes. So yeah, become a patron, guys. But Rick, more importantly, what have you been up to beer-related this past week? Beer-related? Uh, I went down to Common Man earlier today, actually. Oh yeah, how was that? It was good. Um... I tried a couple of uh, just like nice four and a half to five percent beers. Oh, that sounds nice. Well, it's summertime, so like we get those now. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're not we're we don't have to fight for them. Yeah, and that's what's cool. Um, so I tried a couple of those. Nothing that really stood out like super big, but it was just nice to go down. I had like four beers and then felt fine, and that was nice. It sounds pretty great. Yeah. Not mad about that. So, it was a good time. Um, it's my birthday today, so as we're recording, happy birthday! <clears throat> happy Thanks, birthday! Matt. Yeah, we have uh, we have we have studio guest Matt, who's yeah. in the background, just drinking some beers because for whatever reason, it's cooler down here than it is outside right now. Yeah, it did start raining. Oh, good! It finally started raining. Is it real raining now? It was spritzing weird, but uh, it well, it's it's hot and it's humid out. Yes, yeah, it's uh, ninety-two and humid. So. Yeah. Pretty so it's great. Pretty nuts. Pretty great. Um, but I'm sure we'll get some comments from south of the Mason Dixon, like, oh, you think that's You're bad? That yeah, well, you know, it is. Uh, it is for Wisconsinites. Yeah. It is bad. When we go right? from minus 20 to 92, <laughs> when you guys can get that temperature swing, you know. Yeah, let us know. Let us know. Why don't you talk shit then? It's 110. Yeah, you're 10 degrees higher than us, but let's talk winter then. <laughs> yeah. Well, it gets down to 60. Well, we're 80 degrees lower than you, so... <laughs> and sometimes worse. And sometimes worse. Yeah, no, that was a mild winter. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, it's it's Wisconsin hot as balls right now. Yes. Um, and it will be so. for the next two months. Three months. Probably three yeah, months. Yeah, well, you, I, I mean, August seems to be, like, the the humid month. Yep. I mean, maybe that's just my perception of it, but dang... This feels like August to me, like humid and warm. Um, but you know, I I still personally prefer it over any sort of cold. So whatever, that's that's good with me. But uh, yeah, so that's what I did. I went there with my with my lady for my birthday, and uh, had a couple brewskis and didn't get hammered because they were nice and they were tall, sessionable, like, yeah. and then. Went uh, went home and worked on some stuff at home. Like it was a pretty good day. Like sweet. It was nice out. A little warm, but yeah, I did some stuff at home and 
Yeah, as far as beer goes, haven't done any like festivals or anything cool like that. Nothing super fun. Like I wish every week was a beer festival. Every week is a beer to. festival if you come down to this basement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean like I wish every week was like Central Waters or something like that. Like I wish oh, yeah, yeah. there's always like a big festival to go to and talk about. That'd be cool, but that's not the reality of it, especially in River Well, Falls. and I would probably die if every week was a beer festival. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but it'd be an awesome death. Well, it would be, uh, <laughs> it'd be one not to remember. <laughs> I don't remember what happened before I was 24. <laughs> well, you were drunk for all those years. That seems oh. right. <laughs> oh, it explains a lot. Uh, let's see. What did I do beer later this week? Um, not a whole lot. Went and uh, tried some beers at Hop and Barrel. Uh, went to meet up with Brian to uh, discuss kind of some new show stuff. Yeah. Because um, uh, it's official now. He'll be coming on uh, to the show as soon as... You're good. I'm okay. Just okay. Um, yeah. When, when, you, when you are dearly departed. Um, yes. Dearly? Yeah, well, we're improving now, right? You were so mad you couldn't even say that. I, well, I'm I'm, I'm going through the, the 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 stages of grief. Pretty soon it'll be bargaining. I think that's next, right? I think so. <laughs> what if I, what if I give you beer? You already do that. What, what if, if I, I give, give you more? more? <laughs> uh, they made a beer uh, with tree sap. Uh, that they yeah, so called he posted sap. that on his Facebook. Yeah, so basically, uh, sap is kind of watery before you boil it down to make syrup, right? right. So they took maple sap mm-hmm. and used that as the water in the beer. So that was like that was like their wort and everything. Like yeah, they made the water out of that. Yeah, huh? That sounds sugary. It was so good. Like it just it had it had like a woody character to it. It was yeah. Do they still have it? Can I still try it? I believe it's still on tap. Or at least it was mm. on uh, Tuesday or whatever day. Well, that good. Was. I'm gonna have to stop in there at some point. Yeah, it was it was really Get good. Some of that. Um, yeah, yeah, it's called Sap, right? Yeah, it's called yeah. Sap. Uh, and then they just they just released their uh, their their coffee uh, panda today. So oh, coffee panda, coffee panda. Hmm, I like lactose panda. So yeah. Hop and Merrill, such good beers. They have very good beers. Very good beers. Good guys. Yeah, uh, but yeah, other brewery. than that, um, oh, I did have a mishap, a brewing <laughs> mishap that you guys will really enjoy. You guys, you are guys here, like this look. You guys are going to get a kick out of this one. Uh, well, I hope you do because I didn't. <laughs> so, you know, we're brewing all these beers, right? Just just so many, so many all beers. And I got back from my trip. I'd been gone for, you know, a month and kind of forgot what I had brewed before I left and didn't take the best of <laughs> notes on that. So I go I go to the website to figure out what I need to brew next, you know, because I know what shows are coming out and whatnot. And so I kind of know where I'm at. And I like, oh, these are the next two beers that I need to brew. <laughs> so I bought ingredients for uh, the strong bitter and the blonde. Yeah. Well, it turns out that I brewed the strong bitter and the blonde the week before I left. <laughs> so I took those ingredients and angrily rebrewed the <laughs> the strong bitter because you could never have too much bitter. That's true. And then, like, I was able to roll the blonde ingredients over into this week's <laughs> beer. But still, I was still upset about the entire thing. Yeah, you sent me a message on Facebook, like, you're never going to believe what happened. 
I ordered the ingredients for beers I've already brewed. <laughs> and I just laughed for like 10 straight minutes. It, I deserved it. Every every single chuckle. Like. It was it was very funny. But then I felt a little bad for you. Yeah, I didn't feel bad for laughing. I felt bad that you had done that. And I was like, that's too bad, man. Yeah, because that set me two beers back. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, speaking of beers that we've brewed and hopefully not of mishaps, yes. Uh, you want to pour some Kentucky Common into my little sampler yeah, glass there? Of doing that. Uh, you can even do it on beer cam if you want, dude. Ooh, I don't know do if that. I don't know if you can. Yeah, it yeah. might be rough. Okay. Yeah, I can. Look. Oh, look at that! Ooh. I've got the coaster set up so that it goes right in the middle of beer cam. Oh, there you go. Look at that. Ooh, that's a nice. And pour. then, so we can. Look at the pores and everything. I don't know if it shows up on Clarity. Let that set a little bit once you get once you get it into your glass. Yeah. Um, Because Clarity on this, I was very happy with how this uh, dropped out. Mm -hmm. I'll kind of talk about it real quick. For for those of you guys who don't remember, this is our Kentucky Common. It's one of those historical beers. Um, This is uh, Rickle. This uh, actually Rick wasn't around uh, when we made this recipe. I made this recipe with Brian. Uh, It was that one show that he was on. That that for whatever reason, I think you were out of town or something. Um, and so uh, it comes in at 4.7 or 4.8 percent. Sorry, um, starting with an OG at 10.54, finishing out at 10.17. Uh, six pounds of six row malt, four six pounds row. of flake corn, 0.25 pounds of crystal 40, and then 0.15 pounds of black malt. And then the hot bill on this one was kind of weird. We used half an ounce of half an ounce of Chinook at uh, 60 minutes. Half an ounce of cluster at 15 minutes, and then half an ounce of saws at flame out, um, and then we fermented with the uh, with the California Lager yeast or Y yeast uh, 2112. All right. So uh, overall impression, we're looking for a darker colored, light flavored malt accented beer with a dry finish and interesting character malt flavors. Refreshing due to its high carbonation and mild flavors, and highly sessionable due to being served very fresh with restrained alcohol levels. All right. Aroma we're looking for, low to medium grainy, corn-like or sweet maltiness with a low toast, biscuity grainy, bready or caramel malt accent. Medium to moderately low hop aroma, usually floral or spicy in character. Clean fermentation character with possible faint berry ester. Low levels of DMS are acceptable. Nah. No sourness. No sourness. No sour. Um... Malt forward in the balance. I'll hold this up to the beer Matt, can have you so tried you guys any can of this smell yet? this. All right, you'd like this one. You guys smell that? I'm holding it up to the beer. Uh, I don't. So I don't they think they smell can it. smell through a camera, dude. Dang it! But maybe when we get to the appearance, that, that'll. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I was thinking. We probably would uh, yep. use that best for. Right. But I. Th- I still thought like I'd yeah, offer no, I mean, them a sniff. So let's 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 talk aroma for a second here. Okay. I get. I, it's very grainy. A um, little bit of corn. Uh, with some with uh, like like a biscuitiness in there. Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, <coughs> there's a, there's a little sweetness coming through. There's it's a good graininess. Like it smells like it do, like it doesn't smell toasty. It's not like I guess biscuity grainy is yeah. what I would say. Like uh, like the description in here. Um, and that's that six row and the corn kind of working together, yeah. I think. And it works together well. Yeah. Um, um, you get a you get a little bit of. I get a little bit of corn light. I, I get I get um, a little bit of of hop aroma. 
um, just like like a hint of like a floral. Yeah, floral yeah, it's spicy. just it's just like really supporting. Yeah, the malt um, with the like floral aromas. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give this a thumbs up on aroma. I think the aroma we got it, man. All right, um, so the aroma's good. Appearance: amber orange to light brown in color, typically clear, but may have some light haze due to limited conditioning. Uh, foam stand may not be long lasting and is usually white to beige in color. The foam stand uh, it sticks around a bit. I mean, yeah. we we poured this into a pitcher before the show started. Clarity wise, though, I'm very happy with how this dropped out. Yeah, I don't know. So let's let's I, for anyone who can see it on camera. Uh, so yeah, when you point it directly at the camera, it blows it out. If you can go like go across the side, maybe. Oh okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, there you go. Then you can get a yeah. Good. So you can see it's clear. It's got a lit. It's so because of how humid it is here today. You keep it's, getting the. It's got a lot of sweat on the glass, but uh, yeah, the clarity on. Yeah, this, you could see the BNS logo on the camera through yeah. the glass. So the clarity on it is really good. Yeah. Oh, I'm very happy with the clarity on this. The color. Um, it's in that. Oh, what would you call that? I would. I would call that amber orange. Yeah. Let's see. Like I think with this angle, like we're seeing a good color. Yeah. Yeah, I'd call um, that amber orange. It's like an amber-orange type of color. Holding it up to a good <coughs> beer light. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to give clear. it a thumbs up on appearance as well. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk the important bit. The important bit is flavor. <clears throat> so we're looking camera. for moderate grainy sweet maltiness with low to medium-low caramel, toffee, bready, and or biscuity notes. Generally light palate flavors typical of adjunct beers. A low grainy corn-like sweetness is common. Medium to low floral or spicy hop flavor. Medium to low hop bitterness, which should neither be coarse nor have a harsh aftertaste. May exhibit light fruitiness. Balance is in the finish, or balance in the finish is toward the malt. (coughs) May have a lightly flinty or minerally sulfate flavor in the finish. The finish is fairly dry with the contributions of roasted grains and minerals. No sour. No sour. No. No sour. sour. All right. So flavor-wise, right up front, you get like that that, uh, grainy maltiness. A little bit of like caramel. um, A hint of biscuit. And then just like a bunch of like... A, a corn-like sweetness in in the middle there. I get um, like a like a whole grain biscuit with a little bit of caramel. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, um, flavor in it. Like it's not like a white flour biscuit. It's more like a whole grain biscuit. Yep. It's it and it's and it's like a homemade like yeah like, you made the flour yourself right yeah yeah it's it's definitely a very not like. I don't want it to come off like USDA, but like organic, like natural. It's grain. like if you were on, if you were on the prairie, back yeah. in Laura Ingalls yeah, Wilder it's, it's times, a very like natural. and Pa and Ma made some grainy biscuits. Pa, Ma yeah. churned the butter, and Pa he was he was cooking up some biscuits, and then you slathered that butter on there. Mm-hmm. Except no butter, no butter on there because there's no DMS in here. Yep. So get. <laughs> Stop so talking never about mind butter. about that. Never mind about the butter. But you got that hot, delicious biscuit, and you bit right into it. With a little oh. caramel on it. Oh, yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah no, just a caramel drizzle. Yeah, it's like that. Um, so, like, not like USDA organic, which is just you pay someone to yep. give you a certification. And it's like it's like that true organic bread that you would buy at like a little crafty, a little, a little bakery place that would have some bread. Mm-hmm. It's like that. And um, then uh, good graininess that's not like. Uh, raw grain or anything but it's well and then you so we move past that and we get to this really nice hop character it's mm-hmm. complex like there's it's a floral. lot of di- it's floral it's spicy there's a little fruitiness coming from the yeast and yeah. it and like it really makes this really nice flavor that doesn't sit around no and it plays super well with the malt mm-hmm. um yeah, this is a this is very good. I think this is better than the Kentucky Common that we tried. We didn't have one. We didn't have one on the show, and you weren't on that show. No, but I tried a Kentucky Common around the time that you. Were uh, talking. yeah, Bobtown had one. Yeah, the, yep. that was the one. Yeah, because um, I knew I tried. Yeah, we, with we Brian. Yeah, we went up there and we we tried that. Yeah. Um, no, it meshes super well. Like the floral. Somewhat like peppery, spicy. Yeah, I'm giving. I mean, that a, a thumbs up. Yeah, that, that big old thumbs up. I really, I really like this up. beer, and it's the perfect time of year for this beer. It really it's is a good summer yeah. beer. It's a nice light summer beer. All right, uh, mouthfeel, uh, medium to medium light body with a relatively soft mouthfeel, high, highly carbonated, can have a creamy texture. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. it's it's medium bodied. Or I said medium light, medium light body, very soft mouthfeel, highly carbonated. Yeah, so as I spin it on beer cam, you can see like the carbonation still coming out. And I, at, before the episode, I poured this into a pitcher, then we poured it into sample glasses. Yep. The carbonation's high. Um, right. It's nice. It's got a good mouthfeel. Like well, this is another green check in the book. Yeah, this is a. This is one of the like. All right, re- peanut gallery. Do you have anything to add? It's really good. <laughs> it's, it's real good I like peanut gallery um, We should have a peanut gallery for every episode We should So this is like This is a rebrew because it's so solid Right Definitely like, a rebrew for next summer yeah. I don't know if we'll get one in this summer But definitely Probably not but right, What we do need to do is get another tropical stout in this summer though, I'm telling you what. Tropical paradox Australian needs to happen again And yeah, an Australian sparkling Australian Oh man sparkling. Everybody's so like demanding <laughs> Drink all the beer I have back there first. <laughs> then you get more. I'm so mad that we make good beer. All right, hand me one of those bottles. So inappropriate glassware today. We, uh, because, uh, you know, those of you listening live, we are doing three shows uh, back to back to back just for you guys. Or, I mean, it's mostly for us. But uh, we're doing two different Guinnesses. Um and the first one here is the Guinness Extra Stout. So we picked up some appropriate ga- glassware because it seems important. Um, I don't think you're supposed to pour this as aggressively as you do. Um, like, Guinness? Uh, yeah. Because this is, this is like an export stout, so it's not... Oh, God! Doesn't matter, I still yeah, screwed so it up. not quite as aggressive. Not quite as aggressive. This was a non-aggressive pour, and I still okay. ha- somehow did this. So I should try and get on cam... Doing like a lighter pour. I would hope so, yeah. Oh, it's foamy. Yeah, she's a little foamy. All right, so I'm going to let that sit for a minute while we uh, kind of dive into 
uh, the Irish Extra Stout. And like I said, Guinness Extra Stout is uh, specifically the U.S. version uh, is the example, one of the commercial examples for this. Uh, there's a couple of others, uh, but we'll get to those when we kind of dive in here. Uh, this good. is style 15C. Yeah. 15C in the Irish beer category. So overall impression here, we're looking for a fuller bodied black beer with a pronounced roasted flavor, often similar to coffee and dark chocolate with some multi complexity. The balance can range from moderately bittersweet to bitter with more balanced versions having up, uh, having up to moderate multi richness and the bitter versions being quite dry. Wow. Are we getting that nice Ruby from that? We usually get in Guinness. Um, we're getting, absolutely nothing through as far as i'm seeing uh no we're getting a ruby highlight okay uh we'll we'll look more into that with the appearance but uh i was just kind of checking it out um aroma moderate to moderately high coffee like aroma often with slight dark chocolate cocoa biscuit vanilla and or roasted grain secondary notes esters medium low to none hop aroma low to none maybe lightly earthy or spicy but it's typically absent. Malt and roast dominate the aroma. Oh, yeah, they do. Holy cow. I just stuck my Oof nose da. in here, and it's it's that, like, uh, that that like roasted barley, that Guinness-y roasted barley. Yeah, it's it right up front, and there's, like, a like a big coffee aroma. Yeah, that's what I was like going to say. It smells like coffee beans. That's what I was going to say. It smells like I opened up some nice, fresh coffee beans. Yep. I really like that aroma. I want yeah, this with breakfast. Really good. Fuck regular Guinness with breakfast. I want this one. Well, we'll find out. It it this smells some really pancakes. nice. That's good. All right. Um, appearance: jet black, opaque. A thick, creamy tan head is characteristic. All right. So it's pretty. Yeah, your light's not getting through. The only ruby I'm seeing is along the edges. It's very slight. Like it, you could see the dot of light coming through. Yeah. And and this is a very bright light. Yeah. So like my phone's <laughs> flashlight is very bright. Right. I mean we hold we if we hold it up to the patented beer can or beer light. Yeah. The patented beer light, you um, can't see a damn thing. You really can't. <laughs> <laughs> Not a damn thing through it. No, it's, I think that was the first time Matt has seen the patented beer light. It might be. <laughs> yeah, this is compared to like regular Guinness. This, this is a lot darker. A very dark beer. Yeah. And, well, obviously that's how it's supposed to be, so. Right. But, yeah, as I'm shining this through on beer cam, nothing's really I mean, I, I would love to sit here and shine more flashlights through the beer, but can we get to the important bit, please? Because I'm thirsty. Absolutely. I just wanted to shine things through. I know, I know. And we got the beer cam light, and, or the beer Why don't we talk cam. about flavor before you keep sidetracking me? Well, because I got really <laughs> excited about you being uh, excited. Moderate to moderately high dark roasted grain or malt flavor with a medium to medium high hot bitterness. The finish can be dry and coffee-like to moderately balanced with up to moderate caramel or malty sweetness. Typically has roasted coffee-like flavors, but also has a dark chocolate character in the palate, lasting into the finish. Background mocha biscuit or vanilla flavors are often present and add complexity. Medium low to no fruitiness. Medium to no hop flavor, often earthy or spicy. Uh, 
The level of bitterness is somewhat variable, as is the roasted character and the dryness of the finish. Allow for interpretation by brewers. So you get to interpret a little bit, but mostly, let's find out. Yeah, so it's uh, so it's so it's, roasted. It's what what I what I taste is Guinness Plus. Like take think of all the flavors of Guinness. Yeah, and then double it. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm getting. It's just it's Guinness Plus. It's it's Guinness coffee version. Well, it's no like Almost. I mean because you you get a hint of the coffee, you get no, a hint I, of the I vanilla, get you get a hint of it. This is just it's like okay, we're sending this to America. Well, I guess what I mean so, is like it's like if you took your favorite roast of coffee and then roasted it to a much darker roast. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. So it's not like it doesn't taste like coffee, but it tastes like yeah, Guinness Plus. Like, yeah, like the dark roast of Guinness. Yeah, this is this is <laughs> this this ain't your pappy's Guinness. Mm. Like this is Guinness dark roast is basically what it is. Yeah, it's. I, well, yeah. If I, if I had to make a commercial that didn't involve animals or a singing clam, like <laughs> it would, it would have like some Irishman, you know, like an old grizzled man coming in and sitting down. He's like, "Give me that extra stout." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is. It's very good. And you're right. Like, it has a lot of the same flavors of Guinness. But and it has that like that nice roast, the dryness in the finish. But man, it's way it's a lot more bitter. Um, it's just a lot more. I think I honestly it's a much more bold flavor. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm trying like I, I'm trying to get past that, but that's really like the big the best flavor descriptor I think I can give it is it's just more. Like yeah. there's some vanilla, there's a lot of chocolate, there's a, a lot of coffee. Well, I don't. I mean, I think it's a good descriptor though. Like, everyone knows what a Guinness tastes like. Well, everyone listening to our show should know what a Guinness tastes like. And if like, you don't, what the fuck are you like, doing? Go, go buy one. Go get a Guinness. Go but, buy some of the lifeblood, eh? But, uh, yeah, everyone should know what a Guinness tastes like. And everyone listening should like Guinness. Because Oh, for fuck's sake, you better like Guinness. Um, so, that, like, plus, like, the, the, like, it's the... Big brother of Guinness that's a lot more bitter. It's a lot more, like, uh, roasty flavors. It's it, Yeah, it's just like a bigger version of Guinness, really. All right, well, let's dive into mouthfeel. Which feel. makes sense, because it's just the Guinness extra stout. Yeah. All right, hang on. Got to get a drink of Guinness? Mm-hmm. Medium full to full body with a somewhat creamy character. Moderate carbonation, very smooth. May have a light astringency from the roasted grains. Oh, Guinness wore off better. All the, <laughs> <laughs> all the harshness is undesirable. A slightly warming character may be detected. All right. So we're going to look at comments. Uh, traditionally a bottled product, which is the way that we're drinking. Yep. So. Um, consumers expect a stout to always have a black color. Fair. The flavor intensity from... Whatever made it black is what consumers expect in their beer. It's kind of a stupid okay. sentence. <laughs> Whatever made it black, more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the flavor intensity from whatever made it black is what consumers expect in their beer. <laughs> Damn it, Gary. You don't say. 
You're such like if it's super dark, like, they expect it to be dark. Gary, I mean, like, I really appreciate what you've done here. You've enabled us to make 80 episodes of primo content. <laughs> but Jesus, man, like, what are you talking it about? It feels like on some of these you gave up. <laughs> Not all breweries make a dry, roasty version typical of Guinness. A more balanced and chocolatey version is equally acceptable. Okay. All right. I, I mean, thanks, man. <laughs> cool. Like, just primo. Like, kind of dumb comments bueno. on this one. But, yeah. all right. Okay. Uh, history. Same roots as Irish stout, but as a stronger product. Guinness extra stout, or... Extra Superior Porter, later Double Stout, was first brewed in 1821 as primarily a bottled product, described by Guinness as a more full-bodied beer with a deeper characteristic roasted bitterness and a rich, mature texture. All of the types of Guinness available today... uh, Oh, of all the types of... Yep, I missed that. Uh, This is the closest to the porter originally brewed by Arthur Guinness. Oh, dang. Uh, note that in modern times, Guinness Extra Stout has different strengths in different regions. The European version is around 4.2% and fits the Irish Stout uh, style. So, uh, Extra Stout in Europe does not Europe. fit this style. Not to style. Interesting. Uh, here, where it is 5.6%, fits style. Yes. Right. Which makes sense because these are these guidelines are made here. Yes. Yeah. But they're also global guidelines. <clears throat> yeah. Which is a but whole still, situation. Yeah. And whole, I we also have international listeners, so it's good to know. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's good to, good that's actually some good stuff. Here's some less useful stuff. Characteristic ingredients similar to Irish stout period. And that's that. That's the That's pretty characteristic. That's characteristic. <laughs> I mean that's that's pretty good. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, that's oh fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Gary. <laughs> it's like this. So there. Look at the other one. Why do I have to do my work Look at twice? the other one? It's like that, kinda. <laughs> okay. Like God I, I <clears throat> Let's let him explain himself in the style comparison. Midway between an Irish stout and a foreign extra stout in strength and flavor intensity, although with a similar balance. More malty richness and often malt complexity than an Irish stout. Black in color, not brown like a porter. Okay. Let's talk about something that we really like talking about. I love... Vital statistics. 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 Looking for IBUs from 35 to 50. An SRM range 25 to 40. OG of 1052 to 1062. A final gravity of 1010 to 1014. And an ABV of 5.5 to 6.5. Looking at a nice little range here. Some commercial examples. Uh, our first commercial example is the one that we're tasting, which is Guinness Extra Stout U.S. version. Um, as we talked about the, in the actual helpful history, um, the uh, European versions do not fit the style technically. 
So the extra stout in the U.S. fits this style from Guinness. And then, uh, yeah, so O'Hara's Leanne Folan is another one that fits the style. Uh, ingredients. And Sheaf Stout How do I add this is to another you? one. I don't know what that is. Uh, I want to add coffee malt, right? Mm-hmm. To Beersmith, and I'm having just one one Dickens of a time. A Dickens of a time. Dickens of a time. No. So let me. Irish. What do I need to find here? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I apologize to our listeners. I'm looking for something. I feel like we went through this last time. I was trying to add Simpsons stuff, and well, it's fine. Um, no, it's just that I. Okay, here we go. So it says similar to an Irish stout, so now I need to, like, wing it and get on BJCP and look at Irish stout to help you with the recipe stuff. Oh, I pulled up uh, our old Irish stout recipe. Right. Um, Well, I want to, like, what I'm talking about is I want to pull up the... uh, There we go. Oh, there we go. The characteristic ingredients on Irish stout... Um, so roasted barley, flaked barley, pale malt, um, you go through and install all of these cork uh, type stouts. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, basically okay. roasted barley, flaked barley and pale malt. So now I should be able to add a grain coffee. Nope. Still no coffee malt. I got so many different kinds of chocolate malt, but no <laughs> coffee malt. You're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. Maybe we don't add coffee malt. Maybe we can get enough coffee flavor from the roasted barley. It's possible. And maybe we go with chocolate instead. I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah, that would work. Um. Oh, here's some more crisp malts. Let's go ahead and install those. It's just a little tough, you know? It's tough that the characteristic ingredients of Irish stout, which is what it refers us back to for characteristic ingredients, is Guinness is made using roasted barley, flaked barley, and pale malt, but other breweries don't necessarily use roasted well, barley. Well, I mean, we're, we're, using, we're using the Guinness recipe. Well, I know So, that. I mean, should we just do Guinness but more? Yeah, basically. But, like, I, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what's frustrating about the Man, BJCP guidelines is that chocolate it says it's basically like this. And then when I go back to this, it's just like roasted barley flake or barley pale malt, but not necessarily. Okay, so if I start with the things that we used for this, so we had five pounds of that. Not 51 pounds. That's way too many. <laughs> way too many. Um, and then we're, we're making kind of, like a five fifty gallon bag. Because I really liked our Irish stout. I thought that turned out very Guinnessy. I think our Irish stout turned out really well. So I think that you're on the right uh, track. Like, so let's bump that up to well, let's bump that up to seven. Let's go ahead and add a pound of flaked barley. Add a pound of roasted barley. Not 200 pounds, two, thank you. Two. Um, well, we're going to make 500. What's our, uh, what's, what's our OG range? Oh, wait, 
Here we go. Okay. OG, 1052 to 1062. Oops. Whoopsie daisy. Let's back down. <laughs> um, SR, SRM's a little over here. Well, what if we get rid of that? Well, get rid of the chocolate malt. <clears throat> if I get rid of the chocolate malt, everything seems pretty happy. Okay. Um, I mean, our SRM is through the roof, but if I go from that roasted barley to... What's the SRM you're looking at? 25 to 40? Barley. Yeah, I was at 71. Oh, dang. It's supposed to be dark, like real yeah. dark, though. Yeah, now I'm at 35.8, and I like that with a 1058 starting gravity. Is that in my range? 1058? Yep. Yep, that's in your range. Okay, and then stick with EKG mm-hmm. for our hop. Just, well, obviously. Just a 60-minute edition here. Uh, what are my IBUs? I've used 35 to 50. Oh, what if we go up to three? Is that going to overthrow me? That puts me too high. Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half ounces here. Those, uh, sorry, this this isn't the... uh, Yep, two and a half ounces of EKG give me 40 IBUs. That'll do it. Which is what I like to see. It's right in there. All right, and now some yeasty beasties. I was looking through uh, some Little yeasty guys. stuff earlier, and I did forgot to add uh, yeast. Yeah. What, what 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 yeast do you think we're going to use here, Rick? Uh, London ale or no? Fuck not no, Lon- not London ale. Sorry, I made a mistake. Um, you got this. It's real easy, real easy. And this is ten fifty six. No. I don't know. Irish ale yeast. Oh, Irish ale yeast. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, it's going to be Irish ale yeast. All right, you ready for the final recipe? <laughs> yeah. All right, seven pounds of uh, UK pale malt. UK. Three pounds of flaked barley. Flaked barley. Two pounds of roasted barley. Two pounds of roasted barley. Uh, then two and a half pounds of EK, or t- pounds, ounces, ounces. Of, <laughs> ounces of EKG at 60 minutes. Eckage. And then uh, ferment with uh, Irish ale yeast. Irish ale yeast. It sounds good to me. It sounds like that's going to produce like a a result. Basically, I took the Irish stout recipe and plussed it. Plus, exactly, which is what this is. I didn't even add any other ingredients, which I was going to do, but it seemed (laughs) unnecessary. Also, I couldn't figure out how to add them. That's more the reason than anything else. Well, another part is we were trying to create Guinness on the Irish Stout, and now we're trying to create Guinness Plus, so si, plus what so we did before. you think when we hit the uh, the Irish Foreign Stout, is that going to be Guinness Plus Plus? We're going to find out. <laughs> it sounds right, yeah. All right, well, those of you listening live, you guys can... Uh, uh, well, you guys will see what's happening real soon here. I'm flashing you. Uh, you can't see it because the, uh, the, the recipe's up on oh, the yeah, cam right now. Dang it. I know. I'm sorry. All right. Never um, mind. <laughs> all right. Uh, but yeah, I think we can wrap up now and then kind of move on up. to the next one. We can go. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in this week, and we hope to see you next week. If you'd like to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash studios. Become a patron today. Uh, make sure you check out all of our other shows. Uh, we have Soundwave, if you like Soundwave. music. That comes out every other Thursday. Uh, that's Matt's show, who consists of the peanut gallery today. Matt. Woo! All right. So if you want more of that magnificent wooing, 
you better check out Soundwave. Uh, also, uh, watch us on Twitch at twitch.tv studios. You can catch us live every Sunday at 6 p.m. Central for the Department of Offense. Sunday, or Sunday, Sunday. Every Monday at 8 p.m. Central for and The Monday. Legends of Lothos. All right, guys. Um, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, you guys know that we'd love to hear from you. So shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at ninja. Again, you can also find us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash blindnewstudios. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye.